Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to, I suppose, talk about an idea about how photography can make everyday things, just mundane things, everyday things, when shot under the right conditions, can make them look extraordinary. And I think this is an area of photography that if you don't have the opportunity to travel too far or whatever, you can do this at home. You can basically do it wherever you are. You can you don't have to travel far. But to find some simple things and the challenge is to capture them in a way that makes them look very different or very or, or capture in a way that makes them look stunning to the viewer. So when the viewer looks at it like oh that's really cool. When they kind of realise what it is, it's something fairly simple or it's maybe something that they see every day or something that they've you know use every now and then but never saw it that particular way so i think it's a like i said it's a an area of photography that some people have done really really well and if you want to kind of get them an idea i suppose of uh, a photographer who's done it with things like fun- small fungus where he goes into a botanical garden and finds um, some small fungus and sets up some lights around the small fungus and captures them. And when you see the pictures, they look truly amazing. Look like these, you know, big, giant mushrooms, but they're only, you know, a couple of centimetres across and tall. If you want to have a look at some of that work, um, there's a photographer who's based in Sydney. He actually does workshops out of there, and his name is um, Glenn Smith. Glenn is a fantastic, like I said, really, I suppose it's a really good example of how taking something that's quite mundane or quite everyday that people will just walk past and not even give a second glance to is that he does it in such a way that it does make a stunning picture just out of something so simple. So I think this is something worth um, pursuing because quite often, you know, we get stuck for things to shoot or we're looking, you know, looking for something different to shoot. And this can really, I suppose, taking this technique and using it and exploring what can be done can be really helpful to other areas of photography because what it does is it allows you to be well to innovate and to try new things and said it's amazing sometimes when you get a subject and you light it in a particular way or you shoot it at a particular angle so there's there's a couple things to suppose bear in mind here that lighting's gonna can be play a huge part in making something every day look absolutely fantastic and the other thing too is the angle that you photograph it at the compos- and the composition, the final composition of it. So quite often we're looking, if you take the fungus as an example, we're, we're walking through the gardens and that we're looking at a top-down view of the fungus so they don't really look that spectacular. But when you get down to ground level and you're lying on the ground and you're looking across at the fungus, the details of the structure is quite phenomenal and like i said this is why you can turn something very simple into something that looks very very striking and again like i said it needs to be obviously you need to light it in a particular way and i think glenn he quite often posts stuff about how he lights it and quite often he shows his setup how he's positioned his speed lights and different things that he's done to work out how to get the best results so you might want to just check out his instagram um, if you just see Glenn Smith, I think it's Glenn Smith 66, something like that on Instagram. I'll put it in the show notes anyway, and you can jump on and have a look at his stuff. So 
this episode, like I said, I want to explore the idea or get people thinking about in their own backyards, just looking at what they can photograph and how they can turn something every day into something quite amazing. And I can remember a long time ago, I was um, stuck at home because I was in quarantine, you know, not much to do. And anyway, so I just decided to go out into the garden with the camera and I was just trying to photograph things. And so what I did is I actually just laid on the ground with my camera and I just laid there and in the grass and I just waited for insects to appear. And to my, you know, I suppose to my surprise to or my excitement is that all manner of little insects actually flew down and landed on blades of grass right in front of me. And because I had the camera sitting there and I was down at ground level and I was shooting across, so again, it was making the, the blades of grass look huge and the you know capturing the insects and there's even things like just even the humble house fly landing and the light hitting it and you know, shooting it from that really low down angle really made some interesting pictures and I've done this with a whole range of different things like even things like in in Queensland we have a thing called cane toads and cane toads are not particularly a pretty animal they're they're an introduced species they're actually a, a pest really but you know, I've been a, at night time. I've gone out with my camera and a flash, and got down on the ground and you know waited for something to come along. And sometimes you know there'd be a toad or even like frogs or whatever, and to photograph them um, at that very low angle, so you're kind of looking. They look pretty much just looking straight into the lens of the camera, and it just again it makes it look completely different, even though you know it doesn't. Yeah, still, still a toad, and it's still got bumps and lumps and that, but it just makes for an interesting picture. And I think this can be done with anything. And I've seen people do amazing shots, like with you know forks and reflections and different things, using things that might be found in the kitchen, and be able to photograph, set them up so they cast a shadow, and photograph the shadow, or even sometimes just photograph the the particular um, implement like from different angles and that type of stuff again and just exploring sometimes the shapes and the textures um what they're made out of sometimes like i said you know there's serrations or these different design features within the item that when photographed at you know at a particular angle can look really interesting so like i said i think if you haven't tried to i suppose or thought about the process about taking something every day and trying to capture it in a whole new light so if you showed that picture to someone, that they'll stop and go, oh, wow, oh, it's a kitchen utensil. But wow, that's really cool the way you've positioned it or really cool the way you've lit that. Or, And like I said, I've seen this done with like a number of things where sometimes people have the um, you know, different food items in the kitchen, the different utensils that have a whole lot of serrations or holes in them. Um, these can make for interesting photographs by shooting through the holes playing around with depth of field and playing around with other things and like i said introducing some light sources and those type of things to just create just to create like an even like an abstract picture and i can just remember another shot that i took years ago was it was a a box of tissues and it was I had one tissue so you picture a box of tissues when you pull the tissue out and you pull the next one out so it's ready for the next person to grab 
this particular box of tissues was a square-shaped box. So when it came out, it came out like a triangle, but it looked like, um, all intents and purposes, it looked like a looked like a shape of a flame sticking out the box. Anyway, at that particular time, on the table it was sitting at, there was a salt lamp behind it. And when I looked across the room at this tissue box and the salt lamp, when I dropped my head down to get a lower angle, the salt lamp kind of disappeared into the background, but the salt lamp, um, the, the kind of orangey glow from the salt lamp, lit the tissue up. And it actually looked like, out of this tissue box, this tissue was actually looked like a flame. And again, so I thought, hey, that looks really, that's really cool and an interesting effect. So I grabbed my camera and I just played around for a little bit just shooting shooting this tissue box. And again, it's not something that you think normally that you'd go out and shoot a, a box of tissues to try and get a, an interesting picture. But like I said, if you apply yourself and if you kind of think outside the square and look at ways that you might be able to take something and just mix it up, like I said, by changing the lighting or, like I said, changing the angle that you're shooting at. And, again, just for – it can make for an interesting image. And one of the other things, like I said, which follows along the same – I suppose the same idea of taking something every day is quite often in the city there will be little markers or the little, I suppose, the – they're like little metal discs that are pressed into the sidewalk and sometimes they're, they're used to kind of um, help um, people who are visually impaired work out where um, directions of that, you know, where the sidewalk goes, which direction it goes. And But they're interesting, like sometimes because they'll turn a corner so you'll have this kind of, you know, um, pattern appears. And again, it, it's not really apparent from standing up looking down, but when you get down and you're at very low angle and you're shooting across this and you can, again, play with depth of field. So you can have the stuff at the at the foreground out of focus. You can have the stuff in the middle in focus and you have the background out of focus or, or, or whichever, whichever is the most pleasing. But again, all you're doing is taking pictures of little metal discs basically on the sidewalk. And again, it looks, for all intents and purposes, it creates like an interesting leading line type image because you want to, Where's this? What's this? And you look into it, and then you kind of sometimes you know, it takes a takes a minute or two to work out what they are that you're looking at. And again, this is a technique you can practice like pretty much anywhere around your neighbourhood, in your city, wherever you are. You can basically find some some items that um and look things that are repetitive are always cool. Like so, if you get repetitive things where there's whole rows of stuff, and again. The other one, like I said, taking the idea of this, taking simple things and trying to capture a picture that um, looks better than just something something simple, like it's kind of ex- you know expanding on the whole idea. Quite often, I mean, I love shooting, looking in shop windows, and sometimes you'll see stuff where the um, it might be a shop that's closed, it could be a barber shop, or it could be any type of shop, a dress shop, it could be a whole, you know, whatever type of shop it is, and it might be closed. Sometimes there's actually, you know, there might be a um, a desk or a display or, or something close to the window and there's items on it. And a technique that I've found, that, again, just to try and take something that people would just walk past and not give it a second glance. Because quite often when you look in the window, you don't really see stuff because the reflections, you don't really see it. But I've kind of developed a technique where, 
I take the lens hood off my camera and I put the camera hard against the glass. Um, so I'm pushing up against the glass. So I'm eliminating that reflection on the glass. So now I've got a kind of clear view of what's inside. And again, you can sometimes get lucky that, you know, you can get the camera in a position where you can shoot something interesting inside the shop. And it's a, a view that people normally don't see. And again, it just sometimes makes for some really interesting pictures. And shooting through glass is a challenge. And there's a couple of different things you can do, I suppose, to enhance it. And like I said, my quick and dirty technique is just, you know, take off the take off the uh, lens hood and get the camera right up against the glass. And typically you're going to be shooting fully wide. So so basically you capture everything and then just basically get a crop in the part that you want because you probably won't be able to, doing that technique, you won't be able to get the most perfect composition because you're limited by where you can you know position the camera. You can also, if you like, playing around with that idea of shooting through windows there is actually, you can actually buy hoods. They're flexible, like, or silicon or rubber type hood that goes on the camera, which actually gives you like a much larger, it's like a super oversized lens hood, but flexible. And you can push it up against the glass, which allows you to turn the camera so you can angle the camera to improve the composition by looking across. And you just, you completely eliminate all the reflections that you would normally have to deal with like shooting through glass. And again, it's just a technique where, you know, sometimes you can see something very simple and sometimes I just like to isolate one little item that's inside a shop window and photograph it in a particular way. And like I said, it can make for an interesting photo. So on this episode of Focus, been talking about, I suppose, taking everyday objects and trying to turn them into something special, the camera, like trying to create something that looks doesn't look every day it looks kind of pretty cool and again like i said if it might be just too like this might be a really good exercise for you if you kind of been struggling with your photography and you're wanting to you're wanting to get some a bit of a spur along with it and you're trying to look for something to do just to kind of i suppose give you a reason to pick the camera up and shoot this might be the reason because most people i suppose challenges a lot of people go oh, I, you know i can't get out because i'm working I've got limited time, so I can't travel to such and such to to shoot this or shoot that. But like I said, when you start to explore this idea that capturing the everyday and turning into the extraordinary, you start to look around you and there's just a whole world of different items that you can try. I mean, the other thing too is most you, you know, most people have a few different things in their camera bag. So you've got different items in your camera bag. So sometimes they can be interesting to shoot different things that you might have accessories or different bits and bobs that you have just to shoot them in a different way and particularly like at a different angle. And I think what always works well when you're shooting stuff like that is is the really low down, like you, you, you're on the surface that you're the item sitting on. You've got the camera resting right on that surface and you're shooting at that very low angle because it just creates a whole different look that you just can't do by holding the camera up and shooting down. You just, you know, like I said. So a lot of the, I suppose, the trick of this technique is it is about camera placement, about where the camera is, and just experiment. Like I said, just try different things, like I said. And it may be not a thing that you even thought about trying is just, you know, trying to capture the everyday item. The other thing, like I've seen people take, you know, you know extraordinary pictures of coloured pencils. Like they grab a bunch of coloured pencils and try different... You know, positioning them in different ways and doing very close-up type 
um, shots and that type of stuff. And sometimes they just create really, really cool looking images that would be fantastic for like a screensaver or something something else like that to just because it's just something that's bright and colourful and, and a little bit different. Yeah, so I, I hope this, you know, you get thinking about, you know, how can you turn the everyday items into something special? Is there something that you, maybe there's something you've been thinking about shooting or thinking about how can I shoot this particular thing and how can I make it look interesting? And again, I think look at, reach out and look at people who are doing this type of stuff on Instagram and the other social media and just, and look what they're doing. Like just look at the results that they're getting and quite often these people like people who are doing this type of stuff quite often will share their techniques so they'll show you the technique that they use to actually capture these items and again this is about um improvising sometimes it's about macgyvering stuff together it's about trying you know different things and quite often it might be your light source might just be a flashlight it doesn't need to be you might own any you might not have an external lighting for your camera. You might not have speed lights, but you might own a, an LED torch or something like that. Again, these things can make fantastic, you know, light source. And these days too, there's lots of small little LED RGB type little flat panels that you can buy. Quite often they come up quite cheap on things like Amazon and eBay and things like that. So sometimes you can you can grab a bargain. And these little, you know, RGB flat screens are fantastic way to be able to shoot um, something a little bit different so on you know the other thing to experiment with is sometimes taking an object and putting it on a highly reflective surface and then introducing a colored backlight uh, if you got something like an rgb light so lighting of a blue or green or red light or whatever and getting the reflection sometimes in, and zooming in on this on this object again it can make something look very ordinary it can make it look really extraordinary and again it's just the combination of of the technique the lighting and the composition and just being able to experiment so like i said it's just a it's just an idea when i thought in this episode i'll do something a little bit different and talk about maybe setting a challenge for people that maybe this is something that you can go out and try yourself and just see if you're wanting to experiment just go out and experiment things just take some just take some random objects. And the other thing is, think about taking objects that don't belong in a particular space and introduce them to a different space. And, you know, there's a lot of very successful photographers who have been able to do this, where they've been able to take a, an item which is not meant, say, not used out in the environment, and take it out into the environment and introduce it into the into their pictures and again get some really interesting results and again it's kind of about sometimes it's trying to find that something that's a little bit different and taking something like i said ordinary and introducing it to to get a, a really you know cool result if you want to have a look at some examples of of someone who does that someone like um, jackie rankin who's a new zealand photographer and jackie has a range of photographs where she will take items that will be thrown up in the air in a landscape situation that are photographed um, in the air in a nice location again and it just adds another point of interest it's a bit different she also has another technique too where quite often she'll put her hand in the shot so she'll reach forward and have one of her hands actually in the frame as well and again this is a you know taking an everyday object and 
again, trying to make trying to make something different or something special out of it. These are techniques that you can also you know try and do. I'll put a I will put a um, a link to uh, Jackie's Instagram and whatnot on the uh, on the notes on the show notes. So again, if you want to check out, that's another photographer I think well worth checking out. Who, like I said, who takes some everyday objects and turns them into something extraordinary the way they're using it. So it's just not always about you know doing that really super close up shot. It's sometimes taking objects that don't belong in a particular environment and finding a way to integrate them into the photograph to create something different or interesting. And like I said, that could be done with, um, you know, something something like throwing something in the, in the air and, and capturing it. And you may, need a, you may need an assistant to do that to be able to pull that off. And I just remember quite a few years ago there was a challenge that Canon ran through the Canon Collective and it was a, um, one of their festivals. It was the Byron Bay Festival. So they had it at Byron Bay, which is in New South Wales in Australia. And the festival was, um, there was a number of challenges set by different Canon Masters. And there was a challenge that was set by one of the Canon Masters, um, which was a pineapple challenge. And so everyone who was in that particular workshop or challenge was given a pineapple and told to go off and create an image using the pineapple in an interest, interesting way. So, and again, that was um, uh, Canon Master Darren Jew. Um, I'd set that challenge so we all took off of our pineapples into this kind of area we were in a, we were in a place called the farm which was had fields and all different types of um, I suppose backdrops that we could use anyway I started thinking about how I could turn this pineapple into something shoot it in an, in an interesting way to potentially do well in the challenge so I decided actually to channel a bit of Jackie Rankin because I was, you know, kind of a fan of her work of her throwing stuff in the air. So I thought if I could throw this pineapple in the air and then I could actually capture it mid-flight, that one might make an interesting picture with the right background. And then I thought, well, how about if I not only do that, but how about I shoot it in monochrome and how about I shoot it high-key so and just see what I can do. So, so I kind of did a couple of test shots gingerly, trying to work out because obviously um, the pineapple is only good for a few throws in the air before, unfortunately, the for, for unfortunately the poor pineapple starts to lose its shape and get a little bit knocked around from falling from a great height. So, so anyway, I kind of got my settings, you know, where I need to be, and then I got my tried to practice my technique as best as I could with a limited number of, you know, throws in the air. And then I managed to, you know, throw the pineapple up, get back, get the camera to focus on the falling pineapple, snap the picture and, and get the picture. So I got a picture that I was happy with. I thought, this is great. I've got this picture. It's a little bit different of a pineapple. And um, so you had to go back and submit that image. And then it was the image was printed. So you had to say, okay, this is the image I want to submit. So they'd print it and they'd put it up. Anyway, with that particular challenge, I was lucky enough that I actually won the challenge. So, because again, I had shot the pineapple in a in a in a different, interesting way. To I suppose a lot of other people tried different, you know, tried different techniques and got some, you know, unique pictures of the pineapple. But again, this was kind of 
you know, pulling a few things together to make a, a different picture of something that I said quite ordinary. A pineapple is it's quite an ordinary item. So again, and this might be something you could do, just take a, like I said, take a, an everyday item and um, find somewhere where there's a great backdrop and be able to throw that in the air. I mean, one of the things that I used to like doing was throwing a local dam, like throwing a rock or something into the water and but try to capture the rock at the moment of contacting the water. So you've got the rock kind of hitting and the splash stone happen very hard because you take a lot of shots before you actually quite often get shot. It's easier. These type of things are easier if you've got two people, one person throwing the rock and the other person trying to capture it rather than trying to do it all yourself. It is possible, but it does take a bit of practice and it does take a little bit of um, patience to try and actually pull a shot off because quite often you miss more than you actually capture. So on this episode, we've been talking about taking the everyday items that you might find around the house or just find around you, even your workplace or just find in general in life just around the place and trying to shoot them in a different and interesting way. So I hope this has got you thinking about maybe something that you might go out and try this, you know, this weekend and just try something different to just mix your photography. And like I said, there's some valuable lessons you can learn about lighting and about how controlling the lighting can actually make a huge difference to what the image looks like and how you can really make something not so flattering look really flattering when you use light correctly. Until next time, this is Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. Uh, we'll chat again real soon. See ya.